welcome back to another episode of Square One Apologetics. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Thomas Warren, and I just want to take some time at the beginning of this episode to thank God for the planet Jupiter. And I want to ask you all, have you ever thanked God for Jupiter? Because if not, you really need to, because Jupiter acts as a cosmic vacuum cleaner that sucks in a ton of the space debris that very well could have possibly struck Earth. So at some point today, just when you're having your quiet time, when you're praying uh, to the Lord, thank God for Jupiter. Now, you really may be wondering why I'm, why I'm mentioning this, and it's, it's hilarious to, to thank God for the planet Jupiter, but really it's because this is just one of the many pieces of evidence that we have that our galaxy and our universe is finely tuned for life. Um, Jupiter and, and its properties that act as a cosmic vacuum cleaner is one of the many examples that we have that the universe is finely tuned for living beings to be here. There are over, I believe, around a hundred of these principles that we found in the universe that show that our universe really is existing on a razor's edge that several of these properties, if just one of them were to be adjusted ever so slightly, we wouldn't be here, which is crazy to think about. And, um, you know, you may say, well, just because our universe is finely tuned doesn't mean God did it, which is, you know, a valid question. It's a valid statement. But this really brings us to what today's episode is about which is called the teleological argument, uh, or an, uh, otherwise known as the fine-tuning argument, which basically states that our life-permitting universe either exists out of necessity or chance or design. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about which of these three is the most plausible, which of these three does the evidence point to the best, Does the evidence show that it's most plausible that the universe exists out of necessity, that our universe is life permitting out of necessity? Does the evidence show that it's most plausible that the universe is life permitting out of chance, that we just got really lucky, that out of all the numbers that could have happened, we got insanely lucky to be here? Or does the evidence point to a life permitting universe that is here out of design. Those are the three that uh, the evidence could be, and that's what we're going to be looking at today. Again, this is the teleological argument, otherwise known as the fine-tuning argument. So let's go ahead and jump into this, shall we? First off, let's let's take a look at necessity. So necessity basically meaning that the universe has to be life-permitting, that the universe is required to be life permitting that this is just the way it is it has to be this way and that's that um, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you not a lot of people agree with this there's if you know somebody that holds to this this is a very very radical thing to believe and truthfully they need to provide evidence that the universe has to be life permitting And again, the reason this is so radical is because there's not really any evidence that shows it. 
that shows that the universe has to be life permitting. In fact, when we look at the fact that the universe is essentially, when it comes to the odds, against us, that shows that the universe doesn't have to be life permitting. When you look at the over, I believe it's a hundred factors and criteria that allow a life permitting universe, really it seems like the universe doesn't have to exist at all and that the universe doesn't have to allow us to be here. So when we look at those odds, we show that it's really not required that the universe has to be life permitting at all. So again, if you know somebody that holds to this, just ask them for evidence of this and they're really going to have a hard time um, showing, showing evidence for it. And, uh, you know, I just, I just ask them to provide that evidence. They're more than likely not going to have any. And at that point, you can just ask them about all these principles that um, point to the fact that we are really finely tuned, that the universe is finely tuned for life, and that it's not really required at all because of this fine-tuning, that, that any one of these properties could be out of tune, and at that point, we could collapse that our universe could collapse in on itself. So um, that one's not really that well supported, and that one's not really very believed in as much as the next one, which is chance. Did we just get really lucky? You know, when you look at some of these properties that um, allow a life-permitting universe, such as the strength of gravity, it's, it's insane. It's um, insane how finely tuned it is. So some people believe that we just got really lucky. That that's really all there is to it. And that, um, that that's all there is. But when we look at these principles, we really see that luck can't explain the reason that we're here. So let's, let's look at the one I mentioned earlier. Let's look at the strength of gravity. Well, if the strength of gravity were adjusted by one part in 10 to the 60th, and keep in mind, 10 to the 60th is 10 with 60 zeros after it. If the strength of that were adjusted by one part in 10 to the 60th, we wouldn't be here. Okay, either our, our universe would expand too rapid, rapidly or too slowly, and we would either collapse in on ourselves or thin out too quickly. And so, Imagine, to kind of look at this, when you look at fine-tuning, just imagine a dial with 10 to the 60th little notches on it to adjust. If one little notch, if that number, that dial is tuned in for life, for life permitting right now, if you just adjusted that dial one bit, it's over. That's it. Now, why does this matter? Well, when we look at this parameter and the other hundred or so, what we see is that it's not just a few things that have to be somewhat aligned to permit life. Rather, it's such a fine line that permits life that the likelihood of us being in a life-permitting universe is basically zero. These parameters, these hundred or so parameters that we have, and the degree to which they have to be finely tuned is so fine that the likelihood of us being here at all is is essentially zero. Um, and that, that's all there is to it. And now you may be thinking, 
Well, the likelihood is slim, but we are here. So we must have just gotten that lucky, you know? I mean, that's, while the likelihood is basically zero, there is a slight percentage, so we just got that lucky. But, you know, I think, I think William Lane Craig does a great job with explaining why this doesn't really work with an analogy he uses with a firing squad. So, so let's look into this for a second. <clears throat> I want you to imagine that you are um, arrested and that you are going to be executed via firing squad. Now, you're taken in front of this firing squad, you're blindfolded, and you've got a hundred marksmen ready to take fire at you. And in three seconds, all the marksmen pull the trigger, and out of sheer amazement, they all missed. And that's it, they all missed, you're still alive. Now what's crazy to think here is not, we just got lucky, that we're alive. What's amazing is that out of all 100 trained marksmen, we are still alive. One of them should have hit. What's amazing here is not that we're lucky. What's amazing here is that somehow we are alive. That it almost seems rigged for us to be here. How above all things, with a hundred marksmen facing us, are we alive? right now. How did all 100 marksmen miss? Now, of course, you'd be amazed that you're alive, but what's more amazing is that all 100 marksmen missed. Surely, somebody rigged this for us, right? That's what's astonishing about this, is not that we got this universe. What's astonishing about it is that we got a life-permitting universe, that is what's astonishing about this, okay? So, so keep that in mind, you know, you will hear people talk about how we just got lucky. That's, a, that's all there is to it. But when we really look at the parameters and the principles such as the strength of gravity, what's astonishing not is that we got in this universe, but that we got in a life-permitting universe at all, that we are here in a life-permitting universe that is what's astonishing about this. And, and so the next question may be, well, you know, it could be that we are in, you know, we're just a life-permitting universe in the multiverse. And really, this doesn't hold water. Um, when you look at the real scientific community and not just the pop culture community, what you find is that there's no evidence for the multiverse. This isn't this isn't a thing, and really this isn't an argument. Simply spinning a yarn, if you want to say, simply saying it could have been, or it could have been, with no evidence, that's not an argument. That's really just a way to get out of it. Okay, so saying it could have been the multiverse really is a dodge to the question of how we got here. Okay, and, and the other thing is, too, is one, there's no evidence for it. And two, if there was some sort of object beyond our universe that created more universes, that, too, would need to be finely tuned. Okay? So, so that is just another piece to the pie that they have to explain. That's just another piece to our universe that they have to explain. 
And so when we look at the evidence, a designer is more probable than blind chance. And also, not only that, but chance in itself is a term that describes the odds of something. Now, if you were here for last episode when we talked about um, you know, the creation of the universe, beyond that barrier, beyond the beginning of the universe, there was nothing. Now, when we say nothing, we don't mean a, a wave of subatomic particles. What we mean is there was not anything. There was no thing. Okay? So, if there's no thing, if there's not anything, then there's no chance. Because chance describes the odds of something. And there has to be something for there to be odds of it. But if there's nothing, then there are no odds of anything. Because there's nothing. Right? It'd be like me saying, what are the odds of me rolling snake eyes when I don't have any die to roll with? Well, the odds are zero because there's no die. Right? There's not even odds because there's no die. Which goes even further to the point of something had to start this and something had to design our universe this way for us to be here and necessity doesn't really hold to it and with chance the it's essentially zero our chances of being here is essentially zero and what's amazing about chance is that we're not trying to explain how we got this universe we need to explain why we got a life-permitting universe, even when the odds are absolutely, essentially zero. And not only that, but again, even if it was chance, before there was anything at all, at all, there can't even be chance, because chance describes the odds of something. But if there's no thing, then there's no chance. So... That's really the, the difficult thing with these three, um, or with these two concepts, is with necessity, there's not really any evidence for it. And with chance, not only is the chance basically zero, but there's not even a chance. Chance it doesn't even exist. So, after taking a brief look at these two possibilities, there's another possibility that's far more plausible than the alternatives, and that's that the universe being designed is far more plausible than necessity or chance. That this argument and the evidence for the universe having a beginning that we discussed in the last episode, episode, goodness gracious, episode, are very powerful together. Okay, it's incredibly powerful to not only talk about how the universe had a beginning, that the universe had a mover that was beyond space, time, and matter, but when we look at the fine-tuning as well, this mover, this designer, this creator, not only created the universe, but designed it for us to be here, designed it for it to be life-permitting, right? And that's where we are now. So, so we see that the universe had a creator, and not only did the universe have a creator, but the universe has, or the creator has finally tuned the universe to permit life. Because 
chance being the most popular of these alternatives um, when it comes to the um, non-theistic side of things can't describe what happened beyond um, creation because if there's not anything at all then there's no chance at all chance doesn't even exist chance describes probabilities well if there's nothing if there's no thing to have probability well then there's no chance so when we look at these three the most plausible and the most probable is a designer um there's several more of these um, parameters when it comes to fine-tuning again the strength of gravity that's one of them Uh, the cosmological constant which is a constant that einstein used in his theory of general relativity Uh, that's another one there's several others that we could talk about we'll probably talk about in a future episode but just one of them being the strength of gravity is just shows that our universe being life permitting is balanced on a razor's edge and that's important to think about that how amazing is it not that we're in this universe but that we are in a life permitting universe it it very much seems that this was rigged in our favor so what is the cross section for today well i want us to look at psalm 89 11 saying that the heavens are yours the earth also is yours the world and all that is in it you have founded it so when we look at the finely tuned universe or when we look at how finely tuned this universe is we see that not only is there a designer creating the universe but there's a designer allowing it to continue and with this in mind not only do we see god's incredible beauty in his design but we see his patience for us to turn to him in repentance and faith because the god who paints the night sky and establishes power in the shaking of thunder gives you and me the chance to humble ourselves and seek a greater purpose and new life in christ so next time Next time you go out in the night sky and you see the stars and you see just the heavens above, know that not only is there somebody out there who created it all, that being God, but that God is patiently allowing you to come to know Him. And you can come to know Him through Christ. So I pray that this podcast episode helped you to learn that there is a God allowing us to be here and is patiently wanting us to come to know him and he loves you dearly and he cares for you dearly and he wants you to turn to him in faith so that you can have a new life in him rather than having a life in this dying world that um, at the end of it all won't amount to anything in the scope of eternity. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you all learned something. Please, if you don't mind, um, you know, provide feedback. Come to like and follow us on our social media pages. We've got Instagram and Facebook. Um, Feel free to message me. Um, 
what you all think of the episodes and what you all enjoy most and what you would like to talk about. I'd love to hear it. Again, this this podcast is about us talking through these things together, okay? And I, I don't want this to just be me talking. I want you all to get involved, and I want to hear all from you all and uh, to hear what questions you all have. So feel free to message me uh, on social media, Square One Apologetics, and we'll, we'll talk through this and we'll walk through this together. And Lord willing, if you don't already, I pray that the Holy Spirit would work through this podcast and would work in your life to come to know Christ if you don't already. So thank you all again for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day and I'm praying for every single one of you. Have a great day.